Welcome to episode 51 of A Politic. We are engaged in a progressive discussion of politics for people who hate politics in about 5 to 10 minutes. We try to keep it short and to the point. We encourage people and empower them. We're attempting to promote a transformation of our society for the benefit of everyone in this society. The goal of the podcast is to encourage voter registration and voter participation in a process of reducing the conflict and division of our society. What we're hoping to do is encourage you to get informed about the issues. Society as a whole really needs each and every one of us to vote based on making informed choices and that means really looking into the issues and not being fooled by all the misinformation available in the media. Some of it is accurate and true, some of it is not. So we have to be very careful in our analyzing the information that we use to form our opinions and our votes. A politic pledges to give high quality information that is not biased toward a political party. We're going to look at various topics through the lenses of progressive principles. As we are looking at significant days in American history, American heroes, issues, policies, and programs. We want to examine these topics using real stories and real people. Again, in all relation to our progressive principles. This episode is part of a series where Steve and I will talk about how the Republican Party has been continuing to deceive millions of voters about the results of the November 2020 election. Former President Trump has been getting a lot of press coverage on Fox News Network that he is the victim of fraud and election misconduct. The Republican Party and conservative action groups are intensely opposed to presenting the truth about the elections and specifically that there were no major breaches in the security of the electoral process. They are misinforming us and have continued to leave millions of voters to doubt the validity of President Biden's election. The Democratic congressional and senatorial members have been trying to communicate the seriousness of this deception to the point that they have launched another impeachment process against President Trump. But many members of the Republican congressional and Senate caucuses have been disputing the constitutionality of those impeachment and other charges against President Trump, as well as the seriousness of the Capitol assault that occurred on January 6, 2021. Again, the progressive principle which is at stake in this whole situation is principle one, increases civil liberties and personal freedom balanced by civic and personal responsibility. The foundation of our whole political system is that each person votes for the leadership of this country and when that principle is challenged, especially a false challenge, 
we are playing with the future of our country as a democracy. This is a critical time for us all to take our precious liberty and right to vote very seriously so that we do not lose them. Thank you for joining us. Are you Republicans? Welcome to episode 51 of A Politic. And today I'm joined with my friend Steve. How are you doing, Steve? Yeah, real good, uh, William. Uh, how are you today? I'm doing great. Now, today we're having another um, situation where the unprecedented nature of what's going on is just, you know, day after day, these things are happening. And the latest uh, development is in the impeachment of President Trump. And the, ar the, the argument is on one side that he has done tremendous damage as he was on his way out. And the House and the Senate both experienced tremendous upheaval when he directed people and encouraged them to go up to the Capitol and take it by storm. He didn't specifically say he wanted people killed, but they did, some of the people that went up there did um, chant out that they wanted to kill Mike Pence and they put a gallows up right outside the Capitol. And so that was pretty serious. Now the counter argument the Republicans are giving is, well, it's no big deal. That was two weeks ago. And by the way, he's out of office. And so no one has ever been prosecuted like this. And this is just part of an ongoing four-year plan. You've hated Donald Trump since the beginning. And we'll deal with all that at another time. But yesterday, what happened that specifically brought out the Republicans' attempts to shove this under the carpet? Well, um, as this whole process is unfolding, the Senate had a point in the exercise that uh, led to a vote that really was uh, asking uh, the 100 senators whether in their judgment um, holding a, an impeachment trial for a former president, someone who is no longer sitting in the Oval Office, was constitutional, and it was sort of a get out of uh, get out of jail card, um, free card, because what it basically allowed the Republican majority, of which uh, I think uh, uh, forty-five of them voted in favor of of saying that uh, nothing should be done to the president, former president, it was that um, the premise was. He's a former president. Uh, it's moot now. If he did anything wrong, uh, he's no longer in office. And um, I think that that's a, that's a weak argument. It gives a lot of cover to those senators saying, well, look, I voted not to really have the trial, but gives them a little bit of wiggle room to say, well, now I'll sit for the trial, 
I heard the evidence, which I didn't really have all of before that vote, and now the evidence seems to indicate that maybe I might I might vote in favor of impeachment. So they're on the record, they're trying to have their cake and eat it too. They're on the record saying, well, we really don't think a former president should be tried for anything, uh, but um, we'll have the trial. And oh my goodness, the evidence seemed to change my mind that maybe there was some there there in terms of holding the former president responsible for, for what um, transpired on January the 6th. So it sort of, it sort of is sort of like, um, Splitting the baby in, in a way, you know, uh, I voted not to have the trial, but the trial now has, has happened and boy, did I learn a lot and I really think maybe we should hold them accountable. And is there 12 or 14 more Republicans that, that would do that? Uh, that's the question that remains unanswered. Well, it's interesting also that Ohio's Senator Rob Portman said more or less that same thing that I don't think that Trump should be held accountable, but I'm not going to close the door on convicting him. So I think that this is the problem that the Republicans have. They're trying to say that on the one hand, well, we didn't want to meet during the last time that you, the Democrats passed impeachment articles, which was before Trump left office. And you were saying that it was so critical that we have the trial, but we didn't want to meet. And Mitch McConnell gave us a nice cover by not having us meet. But now it's too late. So I go ahead. Well, see, that's, I think, the, the, the bigger fish being fried in this whole exercise and that it's not necessarily Mr. Trump and uh, his actions um, one way or the other. It is to determine whether or not any future president can basically, I mean, the president, if they let him just, you know, shuffle off into history, what a brilliant President Trump in the future could do is say, look, I'm really going to do my worst in the last week or 10 days of my term, knowing that whatever I do, I will never be held responsible for. So I'll be able to achieve my goals. Um, that I don't think is the vision that the founders had regarding the executive branch of, of the country's uh, governmental operations. That if, if for history's purposes they were to allow him to just shuffle off the history and not hold him responsible for anything while he was still president, then you're creating a super citizen again. And that is not what the founders, the founders didn't want king, a king, uh, and so, or a monarchy. And this would, if, if allowed to stand, would be the technical equivalent of saying, I can break the law as long as I'm president in the last couple of weeks of my tenure as president, and I know I will never be held accountable for it after the fact. And um, I just don't think the founders' uh, uh, architecture of our way of life thought that way. Well, the other thing is, too, that they want to prevent 
Trump from being able to run again. And that, I think, is another key element. So we're going to, at this point, uh, end the discussion for today. And thank you very much, Steve. Uh, my pleasure, Bill. Have a good day. Thank you for joining us for episode 51 of A Politic. As you can see, the use of political games and dishonesty by either party are extremely damaging to our country. We badly need all eligible voters to get informed on the issues and the facts, like the mechanics of voting, and then cast their vote. We can't blindly trust the media. All we can do is a lot of cross-checking on what's being told to see if the information is consistently reliable and valid. But you must decide how we in this country will respond to the issue of clarification of our identity and the challenge of moving forward. Your vote determines our future. Again, I'm talking to all of you people who haven't been voting that 33 to 40% who just haven't felt like taking the time and trouble to become informed on the issues and then casting your ballot. You are the ones who will control the balance of power in the United States over the next 20 to 50 years. Good luck. Now we're going to look at the issue of how we get along in this society at this time when we have suffered a severe division of our opinion in this country. We must get along and rebuild our society. We can no longer remain alienated and not talking to each other. So we look forward to discussing this issue in episode 52. Thanks for joining us and have a great day.